0: Good evening, Nam, and happy Monday. It's Haile Minogue here for yet another night of chatting with some of the hottest in the underground right now. We acknowledge that we are broadcasting on the land of its traditional custodians, the Wurundjeri people. We respect their past, present, and ongoing relationship with the land for the many, many, many generations to come. Friends, lovers, long-time listeners, and new ears, I ask you to please consider making a donation to pay the rent or the Victorian Aboriginal Legal Service and help the wonderful folks that provide the much-needed resources for the mob today. Quick note that we've got a shorter show on spinning around this week as we have just one incredibly spicy guest tonight, which I couldn't be more excited for. Thank your beautiful, gorgeous, and divine selves, as always, for tuning in. Our next guest tonight is arguably one of Nam's best techno and rave DJs on the scene, despite only having entered into it in 2019. Originally from Taiwan, her dark and gritty take on Electronic Music has swiftly labelled her as an unstoppable force in the underground, supporting the likes of Denmark's Mama Snake, as well as Australian Lords Reptant and Shedbug. Literally everyone wants a piece of her seemingly bottomless well of mixing talent, including the likes of Nudes Radio, Her, Meganesia, Melt, Frock Up, Threads Radio, Foundation FM, Bubble Bath and you bet your fat rosy cheeks she's done a mix for Boiler Room's Hard Dance series as well. That's only some of it. And all this in less than two years? Needless to say, her skills deserve every ounce of love they get. And I think I speak for the scene when I say that we couldn't be more excited to see what's next. My guest is none other than Kate Zeng. Hey, Kay. Welcome to the show. How are you going? Hi.
1: I'm good, thank you. <laughs> well said. <laughs> I'm, um, um, oh my god. <laughs>
0: are you are you a bit overwhelmed?
1: I need to turn the fan on
0: <laughs> Do you think that's accurate? Do you think that's accurate about your career and where you are right now? I
1: think if you see from outside, it is. But if you see my point of view, it's totally different though.
0: What does it look like to you?
1: Like dream come true. I was just bedroom DJ, you know, like two years ago, mm. and then here I am, uh, I do a mix for Boiler Room, and it just unreal. still
0: feels unreal for me. Boiler Room, That when I saw that, I was like, firstly, what the fuck? That's crazy. <laughs> and then the second thing I thought was, there are very few DJs that I know in the local scene that deserve it as much as you, because... Uh, I, I, and I know that you're very humble, and I know that you're not going to accept that, but... Um, <laughs> I, I remember the first time I heard uh, your Area 3000 mix um, that you did, and I was listening to that, and all I could think was like, "Who the fuck is this person? This is crazy! <laughs> you have such a great ear for really hard hitting techno. Were you always into techno, or has this been like a recent thing for you?"
1: It's really funny. I actually started to DJ with um, like hip hop. Or disco,
0: yeah, nice. like
1: <laughs> around one twenty five, one twenty eight BPM, and then I moved to Melbourne and I met my partner, mm-hmm. and he's a crazy techno fan, and yeah, start from there. I just abandon all that <laughs> <laughs> before and just jump into techno. Wow. Yeah.
0: Who Who's the better DJ, you or your partner?
1: Oh, we're different. We're very different. <laughs> oh my god, who's gonna?
0: Yeah,
1: no, no. I, I'm not in the state to judge yeah. anyone. But yeah, we're we're all learning. You know, that's
0: true. That's true. It's all process. How long did it take you to learn how to mix techno?
1: It's not long, as you. I think if you know the basic knowledge, you just can adopt anything, like literally anything.
0: I saw a photo from. I think it was like 2013 or 2012. Uh, you had like a tractor deck set up, and it <laughs> yeah. was like the S2s, right? Yeah, um, yeah Like yeah. the really old ones. <laughs> yeah. Um, was that when you started like mixing and everything? Yeah. And what what got you into it? What made you think like, oh, I really want to do this?
1: Um, I went clubbing, <laughs> and then I saw the DJ. I was like, wow, that's really cool. I did. I just didn't know what they're doing behind the deck,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I met a couple of friends who's learning as well and i just start to learn from them and i think that's so cool it's like literally you control everyone's mood Mm. you know sometimes you if you hit the right moment you just feel like you had sex with everyone on the dance (laughs) floor you know (laughs) it's something like that
0: yeah this is true (laughs) yeah when when was the uh the first time that you felt that when you started mixing in melbourne
1: um i actually start from a house party from a friend and then my friend was like, oh, why don't you start to send out your mixes to some, you know, party producers and promoters? And I I tried. I sent out a couple. And then it was a uh, different shape. Oh, she replied me. Yeah. And she was like, oh, I I, I dig your sound and I, I, wanna, I want you to play for a party. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't know at that time it was Mama Snake. Oh! <laughs> yeah, it was just like that.
0: Yeah. That was your very first like club gig? Yeah.
1: Holy yeah. shit.
0: Did you get really nervous? Oh, the
1: the, <laughs> the two weeks before the gigs, I, I couldn't eat, I couldn't sleep. <laughs> All I think about is what I'm going to play. It's crazy. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, since you opened up for Mama Snake, which is a crazy first gig, that's so cool. <laughs> you're now about to go and have, well, hopefully, pending lockdown, uh, you're going to go have your very first interstate gig. In Sydney? Yeah. 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 Tell us about that. What's going on? What's the deal?
1: Um, <laughs> I actually don't. It's my first time playing in a different city. Yeah. I don't even know how... To communicate them with uh, the flight tickets or accommodation or anything. I just feel like I'm so dumb. (laughs) (laughs) All the emails I sent them, I was like, oh my God, I'm a kindergarten student. But yeah, I'm just going to play in Sydney.
0: Yeah. Let let the music do the talking. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when did you come over from Taiwan? It was it in twenty
1: thirteen. Thirteen,
0: yeah. Why did you come over in the first place? Was it study?
1: No, it's working holiday. Ooh. I was like, oh yeah, I'm going overseas to you know experience different kind of life, and I'm coming back in two months. I was literally giving myself two months time,
0: uh-huh.
1: but um, yeah, eight, eight years now. Oh
0: wow! <laughs>
1: Still here. <yeah.
0: laughs> Do you miss uh, Taiwan at all?
1: Yeah. I, I normally go back every year, mm. but since the pandemic, I haven't been home for like two years now. I just yep. like, I can cry literally just watch the photos of night markets and oh, all those food.
0: Man, no. Yeah. The The only Taiwanese food that I know in Melbourne is like the hot chicken, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about Taiwanese food.
1: It's just literally everything. You just go into random shop and it's just amazing and so cheap as well mm. the more dirty the more delicious
0: i i agree
1: 100 <laughs> <laughs> with that
0: with asian cuisine the dirtier it yeah. is the better yeah yeah maybe except maybe except japanese i don't know no, japanese not. what meal do you miss the most that you can't get in melbourne
1: chou doufu Chiao tofu. Stinky tofu.
0: Oh, God, that stuff sucks.
1: Oh, it's so Oh, smelly. that's the best. Oh, really? That's the best. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, well, you'll be hard pressed to find anybody that does it in the city. <laughs> what's been What's been the hardest thing for you since moving to Melbourne from Taiwan? What's the hardest thing?
1: I would say language at the beginning mm. because I I think I've just being too shy to speak to strangers or something. So I, I just feel it's so difficult. Hmm. Now I think it's just the distance to go home. Yeah. Sometimes I wish I can just, you know, take a bus and then I'm home. But I need to take a 9 hours direct flight.
0: Nine hours?
1: Yeah, nine hours is close. Wow. Like my, my partner lives in Europe and... He needs to take sometimes twenty-one, twenty-three. Oh my goodness! Hours. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the language thing is really difficult, especially English, because it's a fucking hard language to learn. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm personally, it's my first language, and so uh, it's fine for me. But like, yeah. I have family members who have tried to learn it as a second language. I remember that they would ask me questions about like, why is it like this, or why does it spell <laughs> like that? And and I and I look at it, I'm like. You're right. It doesn't make any sense. Like <laughs> why why would they do this?
1: Yeah. For me it's just that and that's why you can see on my Instagram or anything I I barely share anything cuz I just don't know what to say. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid to make any mistake and people will be like, "Oh."
0: Don't you think that um people would understand? You know, it's not your first language and so they don't expect you to be perfect at it. Yeah,
1: slowly I can I can I can manage myself to not think about things like that, but Mm. still, you know. (laughs) For you,
0: this is totally impressive. It's funny because you say that, like, ordinarily you're kind of, I suppose, shy because you can't, you know, speak English very well or anything like that. Mm. I mean, to me, you sound fine, but, like, you have that feeling and yet you still want to put yourself in front of people to perform, like, and, and play this music. Yeah. Has that always been a part of it or has that just come you know like a naturally because you like music
1: um i think i see that as a challenge Mm. to myself because i want to change this part of my personality i want to go out and feel comfortable to talk with people more than i used to so i'm trying to change myself Um, Yeah, so every time (laughs) I feel bad every time when people see me at a club and it was before I'm going on stage and people trying to talk with me. I was always like just say hi and I try to hide (laughs) because I was, I I, I literally just not myself at that moment because I was nervous and also like just tongue tie.
0: Oh man. Yeah. So
1: I, I wasn't being cool or being trying to be cool or whatever. I was just Going crazier than, <laughs> yeah.
0: So, so now, when you go to the club, um, before and after, you'll always be in the smokers, like trying to practice the, you know, talking to <laughs> random people. Or...
1: No, no, I do it in my head. I, I don't do that. Kind of, people think I'm literally crazy. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> oh no, that's cool. Yeah. Have you found that uh, since your name is becoming more recognizable mm. and your face is becoming more recognizable? Mm. Has that made it easier or harder to talk to new people?
1: More people come to talk to me hmm. or like saying good stuff. But um, yeah, I I'm, I'm, I'm appreciate that.
0: What's the best compliment that you've ever received about your uh, DJing?
1: I think when people came to me and with the face completely off and <laughs> like yeah. going everywhere and say, oh, it was so cool. I love your set. I think that's the best.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when they're completely just eyes yeah. are going, like yeah, going that <laughs> way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Why, why is that more special than the sober people?
1: Well, I barely met any sober people. <laughs> 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 Everyone was pretty fucked, but yeah, I'm
0: <laughs> yeah. That's good. Do you have <laughs> yeah. any venues that you do want to play? Like uh, Revolver, have you ever wanted to play there? I know that you went there a lot.
1: Yeah, when I first came, it was very, very new to me because there's no place like that in Taiwan at all.
0: Really? Like no clubs yeah. or anything?
1: It will have clubs, but, you know, the revolver is very special. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, another level. Mm. But um, I think... Next one I want to play will be festivals.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. that'll be fun.
1: I don't mind any, even the small private one like Doof. Yeah, would be nice. Okay, I love outdoor raves.
0: Oh, you should talk to um the Haptic guys. Have you heard about Heatwave Tommy? Uh yes. They used to do a lot of like outdoor raves in parks and secret locations and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll chat to him. I'll, I'll tell him about you. <laughs> yes,
1: I, yes. I, I think
0: he already knows you, but. Now we all know that you do want to play that sort of uh, festival gig. That'll be fun.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes.
0: (laughs) What was the worst DJing experience you've ever had?
1: I went on stage and uh, the next one was uh, played her first track and I took the wrong USB.
0: (gasps) Oh, Oh,
1: no! Yep, yeah, emergency loop. No. But, yeah, it was pretty awkward. And I also did something really bad to one of the DJs that played before me. Mm. I pressed the wrong button, so I stopped his music. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the biggest insult. Yeah. The biggest insult.
1: Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm very clumsy, <laughs> yeah. I'm just too clumsy. It, it sounds <laughs>
0: like, to me, you seem like someone that holds, you hold yourself to a very high standard when it comes to not only your mixing, mm. but also your personality.
1: I think so, yeah. I just don't like to make mistakes. I think that's the problem. I It's very tiring, to be honest.
0: <laughs> yeah. If I
1: can let myself go freely, yeah, I think my life will be easier.
0: How have you been working on that? Or is it still kind of difficult
1: no no, no. i um, actually accept um my mistake of mixes now yeah like if i make any mistake i would just it's okay because we're human being yeah we make mistake and it make it more of human to hear some mistake in your mix i think nowadays i just don't chase those perfect mix anymore
0: <laughs> how, how long would it take you to make a mix then and then how long does it take you now do you do it like one take or do you have to like do many takes? What do you do?
1: Um, I'm getting better now. So one or two takes now, but before it's probably going to take me two weeks.
0: Whoa.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wow. Two weeks just to make the mix, not to select tracks. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. Well, so you got to take like a month then. Yeah. To be honest, I take about a month now. <laughs> I, I think too much about it. I think yeah, too much. but you, you just,
1: you have to let go. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I think you're right. I think, do you think that that comes from having more trust in your own ability? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you trust your ability now?
1: I think so. Yeah.
0: Yes. <laughs> How did you get the boiler room uh, mixed? Like, did they just find you and just reached out to you?
1: I. This is really a mystery case. I just woke up, literally woke up one day in the morning and I saw my Instagram um, boiler room text me. <laughs> and my partner was in the shower. And I just took my phone and went into the shower <laughs> and just said, "I got a message from Boiler Room. <laughs> they want me to do a mix for them." And we were like screaming a little in the shower.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I really don't know how they how they. Find I
0: you. saw in on your SoundCloud or rather your Instagram that you were thanking DJ Ali for helping you set this up. Um,
1: oh um no i i thank him because i, I use his track for my um video oh for,
0: yeah, yeah that's for right. the
1: bedroom. yeah i
0: love dj Ali. i think he makes yeah really
1: good he's music. great yeah oh his crew is so cool
0: uh, it would be it'd be cool if you could uh uh, play with Al at some point. That'd be cool.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Someone.
0: DJ Ali. Hello. If you're listening. <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> do you even know Kate Singh? Do you even know Kate Singh? <laughs> um, uh, that's cool. This is going to be a pretty short interview. Yeah. But I would like to ask you if you could spare me 10 more minutes. Sure, no um, problem. Okay. Because I want to do... A fun section with you. Ooh,
1: what is uh, that?
0: This is this is the ones that I do for the interviews that I like. Uh, I would like to uh, do a little section called Let's Get Real.
1: Okay.
0: Okay, I'm going to ask you a series of questions uh, that are very invasive. Right. And they are going to go to the very core of your being so that I may understand who you are, where you've come from, okay. and where you think you're going. Does that sound good? Yes. Okay. I'm going to get some questions up. They're going to be uh, pretty, pretty random questions. Okay. Um, so be prepared. Yeah. Um, even I don't know what they are until <laughs> I see them. <laughs> okay. Okay. If you could be any animal, what would you be? A cat. Oh, that was that was pretty quick. Yeah. You've always wanted to be a cat.
1: Yeah, I think cats are cool.
0: Is it because they're they're free? They're not really like they don't care yeah, about others. Yes. Yes. yes.
1: I want yeah. that. I want that.
0: Are you like a cat where you could lash out at any point?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just, just cuddles, cuddles. Yes, yes. <laughs> just cuddle, cuddles, and don't touch <laughs> me.
1: <him.
0: laughs> uh the very turbulent nature of cats. Yes. Uh, we all, we all love them. They're all very nice. <laughs> if it's just the freedom you want, right? Mm. Would you not want to be, let's say, for example, like a like a bird? Why not a bit uh,
1: Birds are not cute enough. <laughs> <laughs> they're creepy sometimes. They
0: are, they kind of uh, are. Yeah. you You seen the bin chickens? Fucking hell. <laughs> they're scary. Yeah. Go away. Uh, okay. Um no, that's a good answer. Thank you very much for that. Oh. Let's move on to our next question. Okay. This is very good. What was the happiest moment of your life so far?
1: The happiest moment of my life is probably when I finished playing Mama Snake, before Mama Snake. Mm -hmm. That's just, I don't have any words to describe. Imagine yourself as if you're opening for the the, the DJ you love the most and you see the crowd is full, was packed, and everyone was screaming. I don't know. I just have goosebumps Man. at the time. Yeah.
0: Do you think that you've been chasing that feeling ever since?
1: I don't think anything will, will, will be more than that. I think that's it. Mm. That's it. That's the moment I will never forget.
0: Ah, makes me makes me want to cry thinking about it. I know. I know. <laughs> I want to cry too. <laughs> have you ever talked to uh, Mama Snake after that?
1: No, not really. No. I mean, she went to a friend's uh, house. Like they, they have a small house after party. Yeah, I met her, but I was too shy. <laughs> I was too shy. I was just sitting there and smoke and just stare at her. I think she must be thinking I'm creepy or something. But I was just a crazy this, fan. This
0: girl wants to cut off my skin and live inside. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Sorry. sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to our next question. So, obviously, English is your second language. Yeah. But I would love to know, what is your favorite word and why?
1: Uh, I will say fuck. Because <laughs> 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 you why? can say it, literally say it, any any situation, if it's...
0: It's true. Yeah. That's actually true. Yeah.
1: You're angry, you're happy, you, you fuck, you fuck. Yep. And <laughs> I don't know. I
0: love that word. Is there any word like that in Mandarin? Yeah, yeah. That you can use in any situation? Yeah,
1: we do. But I cannot say that because I think my mom's going to listen to this. Oh,
0: okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you, Kay's mom, for listening to the show. Uh, I I, I promise we are are all responsible adults. Uh, We are not engaging in any uh, strange activities. Yeah, mom. Let's move on to one of my most favorite questions. (laughs) Kay, you have one year to live
1: mm-hmm.
0: how do you spend it what do you do
1: wow um <laughs> uh, is with pandemic or without <laughs> pandemic?
0: <laughs> let's say let's say uh so, without pandemic and you get you get okay. twenty thousand dollars
1: twenty thousand i will go traveling
0: mm-hmm.
1: i want to go see the world yeah i even haven't been to perth can you believe I, it?
0: I, I also haven't been to <laughs> not I don't really want to go. Like, do you want to go?
1: Yeah, at some point, maybe, yeah. But I just want to go travel to see the world before I die.
0: Where, where would you want to go if you could? Tibet. Oh, yeah.
1: I think it's a cool yeah, place. Yeah. It's really cool. that be cool. Yeah.
0: I want to see, like, the big uh, hot air balloons. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <sighs> God, All right, yes.
0: Tibet, if you're listening.
1: Kazan,
0: Kazan. Bulk (laughs) me. Tourism Tibet. Listen here. (laughs) Thank thank you, Tibet, for sponsoring the show. Uh, We really appreciate it. Uh all right. Let's move on to two more questions and then we'll go into your huge ninety minute mix that I have uh I've listened to now and um Okay, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. It's just fascinating to me just how aggressive you can be in these mixes. Like, where does that come from? Do you just have you always liked really hard and aggressive music? Or is it just sort of like... Um, something you've learned over time.
1: I, I, I really... I actually don't... Just that sound attracts me more. Yeah. But I really don't know.
0: <laughs> it's just somewhere deep inside you. Something yeah. really dark. Like
1: Yeah, it's probably another me. <laughs> yeah, the, the, inside me. All
0: right. Let's move on to the second to last question. Kay, what is the greatest physical pain you've ever felt?
1: I... um I I broke my leg one time when I was a kid. Oh shit! What happened? I uh, I was playing with my neighbors and I fell.
0: <laughs> that's it.
1: Yeah, that's it. Um, it, the pain you can't even cry. You just really you just pain. Wow. Yeah.
0: But like like which part did you break? Was it like the whole thing?
1: The knee. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. no.
0: Oh wow. Ooh. I heard that hurts the most. Like one of the parts. Oh
1: I. Don't know. I wish no one will ever had it.
0: A- did you have to like reconstruct the knee, or is it okay now? It's okay now, okay, but
1: sometimes when you know when it it rains or whatever it gets pain like a like old old lady
0: interesting but
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, so my knee knows when when it's gonna rain
0: <gasps> what? <laughs> what what?
1: That's crazy. Yeah. No joke. No joke.
0: You can predict the rain with your knee. Yeah. That's fucked up. Oh my god. Oh, I'm sorry. I have to write this down. That's crazy. What the fuck is that? A real thing? You got a knee rain? I'm gonna look this up. That's crazy. I think it's um, just
1: a humidity. It's not. It's nothing like magic or whatever. It's just the humidity. No. Of course.
0: Of course, it's, it's not magic. But like, that's still crazy that it happens.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, we got time for one more question. I might ask you a bonus question, but we'll see. Okay. Kay, what do you think success means? How do you define it in your own life?
1: Uh, wow. Uh, <laughs> ha- happy. If you're happy, you success. I think mm-hmm. it's that easy.
0: Did you always think like that?
1: I think so. Yeah. And
0: did your parents say the same thing as well?
1: Yeah, they they are not. They're pretty open minded. They're not like traditional you know, Asian family, you have to be um success in your career, mm. you have to be CEO or you you need to do something to have a big name or whatever. My my family is like, if you're happy, that's it.
0: You said that they're not very traditional Asian parents. And I can believe that because I've seen your tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't believe that any a traditional Asian parent is gonna be okay with those.
1: Yeah, yeah. My mom <laughs> at the beginning my first tattoo was actually I drew it before. I I used uh, the how do a uh, sharpie to to write it yeah, down yeah, 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 yeah. before I do it. So my mom would think, oh, that's a sharpie. But after a week, I I, I went to do a new one, the real one. Oh shit! Yeah, my my mom didn't talk to me for like a week, but for
0: a week.
1: Yeah, but after that, she she's fine with that.
0: I guess she knows she can't change it.
1: Yeah. It's too late. late. Were
0: you, uh, when you were growing up as a teenager, like, were you um, particularly like rebellious? Like, were you a bad kid or? No,
1: no. I was just a good kid.
0: Yeah, just normal.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Imagine that my mom has to drive me to school, and after school, my mom has to pick me up. So I bet I don't have any free time after school. My life was school and home. Oh, God. Yeah.
0: No friends, like you can't hang out with your friends or anything.
1: Like, literally, no. Fuck. I can. Yeah.
0: Why the? F- of course you would stay in Melbourne. <laughs> of, co- of, of course you would. <laughs> Why the fuck would you want to go back to that?
1: Yeah, but, yeah. but it's, it's better now. It's better now. My um uh, my mom just let go. She she's more. She gave me a lot of freedom after I went to college. Mm. Before that was was literally like very strict family.
0: Like growing up, it was kind of hard to do what you wanted but then after a while you just sort of had that freedom yeah nice. unleashed
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe too much
1: mm. <laughs> no mom mom I'm still good no 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 I'm yes Katie's
0: actually uh, she's totally fine um, she she only DJs at clubs um, she, that's it
1: and I go home straight away she goes
0: home straight away I'm gonna ask you one more bonus question then that's it that's finished we're done yeah all right what is something weird that you do when you're by yourself that you wonder if other people do as well? Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, when I'm by myself and I'm just like hanging out on this computer chair, um, I I will put my fingers in between my toes and I just play with them. And I don't even think about it. I do. It just happens.
1: I do that too. Yeah. So you're, not, you're not the only one. Okay.
0: That's cool. Is there anything else that you do?
1: Um... I like to, I, I always have scissors with me. I don't know why. I like scissors and I like to cut the paper as thin as I can.
0: Wait, what? How do you do
1: that? I just, you know, they just cut the paper really, really thin. Right. And just challenge yourself, like, how thin you could
0: be. <laughs> how thin have you gotten it?
1: Very, very thin. I don't know how to, like, very, very thin.
0: So you always carry scissors with you everywhere?
1: Not at home, like in the living room or in the bedroom. I always have a pair of scissors, and yeah. I can, I can, I can challenge
0: myself. Has this been a thing for you, like since you were a kid, or yeah? Wow, yeah. this has been with you since life.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, just, I always need paper and scissors with me when I've been camping.
0: Is it like a, is it like a calming thing for you? I think or... so.
1: Yeah, I just feel calm. Yes, when I when I do that kind of stuff.
0: You should do it before you are about to DJ.
1: Can you carry a scissor to club? If I can- <laughs> if I'm allowed, yes, I will. You will see me sitting at the corner and just cutting papers.
0: <laughs> that that girl that doesn't talk now she's now she's got scissors. She's kind of weird.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh uh, well. All right, well, let's. Uh, if anybody ever sees Kay with a pair of scissors at a club, please know that she's not a murderer. It's just a very, it's a very calming thing.
1: Yeah, it's a way for my
0: meditation. So, <laughs> it's a very, it's a very unique form of meditation. Um, thank you for sharing that. If anybody does do the same thing, uh, <laughs> please,
1: please send me a message. Yes,
0: send we can a
1: message. see who can cut the thing. It's a it's a
0: challenge. Do you think you'd win? I think I will.
1: I've been I mean, I've been doing this all my life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's put her ten thousand hours in, guys. She's an expert. <laughs> all right. Kay, uh I have really enjoyed this chat. I've been really enjoying uh getting to know you. Um thank you so much for making the time to um chat with me. But also thank you for making the time to make this fucking excellent mix. I really do appreciate it. <laughs> thank this, you. Has been, this has been like um, I said this to Lupa J, who was my previous guest here before. Yeah, um, they made a mix that uh, felt like I was being punched in the face like, repeatedly. <laughs> um, this is similar. It feels like I'm just kicked in the balls, like like just over and over again. Personally, I'm I'm not a masochist, but this is great. I enjoy it. So, thank you. Thank thank you. I hope you have had fun. Uh, In this interview. Have you had fun?
1: Yeah, I do. It's actually really fun. When can we do it again?
0: (laughs) Uh, When you, let's say, you know what? After your very first festival. After your first festival. Let's do it. Deal. All right. Done. Excellent. Pinky promise. You know what happens to people that break pinky promises?
1: What?
0: No one knows because no one ever broke one. (laughs) Be careful. I'm watching.
1: That's a good one.
0: (laughs) All right. Um, Thank you. So much, everybody, for tuning in once again. You've been listening to Spinning Around with Haile Minogue on Area 3000 playing Kei Tseng right now. We're done. All right.